looking for the king of podcasts, you're at the wrong channel. Looking for good ideas for life, you are far from good hands. If you think the listener is always right, you are far from the right place. Hosted by Northeastern by birth, a rebel by choice. If you want to host that floats between love and madness, then play on and listen to Crazy Train Radio. You drive me wild. <laughs> what up, Crazy Train Radio? You look like hell. And I could look the same. What's the photo for? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Truth, 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 I love scotch. I love scotch. Scotch has got scotch. Here it goes down. Down into my belly. I'm one crazy nerfo. Hey there, Friday fans. We know how much you enjoy the movies. Enjoy grabbing your Friday merchandise and interacting with the Friday family, whether it be at conventions or during our particular watch-alongs. Well, when you're looking to get yourself masks, why not check out our friends over at Camp Blood Customs out of New York State and order your specific custom mask from any of the films. All orders are made specifically. Your needs and wants are. Make sure you find Camp Blood Customs on Facebook, Instagram, and all over social media and order yours today. Your least favorite host in a podcast world, Croc. 
Jonathan Steele. And boy, do we have a good one for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this next guest, well, yeah, well, <laughs> maybe not this particular one. Maybe but, not this one. But, Put the kids to bed. Let's yes. talk. But this next guest is here to talk about a new Indiegogo campaign about a documentary project that is showing more of an in-depth story of this Bihar star and also known for his splatter rock band, Haunted Garage. And the name of this documentary is The Life and Slimes of Dookie Flies Water. So why don't we go ahead and welcome Mr. Kevin Von Speer. Now, mind you, before we say hello officially, I want to put this out there. Oh, and beautiful mask, by the way. That is Thank just you. beautiful. Stage one by the band. There you go. So I want to throw this out there because when I got connected to this particular project, we have a mutual acquaintance in Miss Patrice Popple, who yes. everybody knows from Nightmare 5 as Freddie's mom. So if this goes well, thank you, Patrice. If this <laughs> if this turns into hell in a handbasket, Patrice, it's all your fault. And I know she'll hear this, and I know I'll get a text about that. It's... Uh-oh. I'll be I, good. I'll be good. I yeah, swear. Yeah, I know. But just for me poking fun i'll get a text either way so it's well, all good. good text text your friend crazy train radio oh i'll, I'll hear for, i got grief sidetracked well first of all hello kevin how are Hi. you sir how are you good and i'll put it this way there was a show in jersey last weekend in atlantic ah, city no i wish i was there i popped in quickly saturday uh for a bit and she wanted me to check out, for those who follow her on social media, she, again, she'll appreciate me talking about this. She did photos in the new Amanda Full costume. Yes. Yeah. And she's like, make sure you stop by and say hello and all that stuff. So I went by her table. She was up actually ironing the costume and getting <laughs> it ready for the photo op. But we quickly passed by each other in the hall she was going down for the photo op and i was getting ready to head out it was like hey how you doing and then i got a text i guess it would have been monday saying you didn't stop the bullshit uh-oh you you were uh -oh. Up, you were up in the room she is busy she's busy being a horror legend exactly you were up being in the room but this ain't all about patrice uh, sorry no, but shout out to her because thank you for hooking me up with crazy train radio yes thank you patrice love you you know i almost said crazy I, town but not not that's not crazy town that's a yeah that's a band from the <laughs> a while back yeah that's a whole nother thing but that's a whole different podcast yes uh, exactly so so the documentary the life yes. and slimes so first and foremost what made you go this route in trying to tell this particular story sure well yes the documentary is the life and slimes of dookie flyswatter and haunted garage who are horror rock i guess they call themselves splatter rock i guess um 
crazy, crazy freak show band from L.A. that peaked, you know, they ran their original course from 85 to 92. And then they had a couple revivals up until last year. And Dookie Flyswatter, you know him from his B-movie career, probably. If you've seen any crazy movies he's been in, like Surf Nazis Must Die, Hollywood Chainsaw, Hookers, Sorority Babes in the Slimeball Bolarama, and things like that. And if you were like me in the 90s, you may have first seen him unknowingly in this video for Green Jello. I'm sure you remember Green Jello, right? I'm old enough to remember Green yeah, Jello. Yeah. Yes. So I got really into Green Jello when their, you know, Three Little Pigs came out, of course, like like the majority of their fans did. Um, and I I bought this tape. I was like 11, 10, 11 years old, and it just rocked my world. You know, it was like the first big discovery for me um, since like the grunge era died with Kurt Cobain had recently passed, you know, so that was like finding a new thing. And then I discovered Green Jello, which... Dookie is actually in the Misadventures of Shitman video on that. Uh, oh, can I curse? You can S say man. whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> Shitman. He's in that video turning into Shitman along with uh, Danny Carey from Tool, who used to also play drums for Green Jello, played on that track. So I discovered Green Jello, and then I quickly discovered Guar, of course, is kind of like the next thing you do. And then... I discovered Haunted Garage because that's kind of like the next thing that you would find out about. And of course, they were always the, the band that was kind of most interesting because there was the least amount of information about them and the least amount of material available. They only had one album in the 90s. So I went on a quest for knowledge and I started the Internet's first Haunted Garage website in like, I don't know. I want to say 1995 or six, I was like 11 years old and I've been kind of like a super fan since then. Skip to my professional life. I'm a, uh, for the last 15 or so years, a professional videographer and video editor, photographer, music producer, and all that stuff on us for studios. And the pandemic kind of sidelined my business because, you know, I was filming concerts and parties and fo doing photo shoots and, things where you need people together to, to get done. So I was sitting around in the lockdown, um, digitizing old VHS tapes and stuff like that, something to do. And I was going through all this old, you know, like haunted garage bootlegs that I used to collect back in the day. And it's like, what can I do that I can start right now while I'm just like at home in my apartment and would be productive thing to put into the world. And I came up with the idea to start this documentary. I just started emailing people being like, hey, if I did this, would you be into it? I got enough responses where I just, I never looked back. And here we are. I'm finally a year, maybe and a half later, I finally collected 40 something interviews. That's a good start. I put together a trailer and I launched the campaign to help, uh, push it forward well since he covered so much that uh, ground yeah, i kind of i hit a lot you, right you hit you hit some of my questions but we'll go more in depth but thank you and good night yeah yeah i know thank you <laughs> i'm well rehearsed <laughs> yes don't, and don't forget to tip the waitress you were talking about being productive there during the yeah. pandemic and stuff which is quite interesting so first and foremost the when you were saying you were 
digitalized and everything. And folks, I just want to mention here, when he was doing that, I like to make the joke from time to time. For those, I would say, from born 2000 and later, I'm being mm -hmm. kind here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there used to be this thing called VHS tapes. That's right. And I think that's what you're holding up earlier. VHS tapes. Remember these? Yes, you had, and you have places like Blockbuster and West Coast Video, and yeah, I had other, Captain Video over here. You, you had local video shops, you know, where you could, the whole "Be Kind, Rewind." That's a whole mm -hmm. other episode we can get into <laughs> again. So, Retro VHS culture is in now. Yeah, it's amazing with all that stuff. You have that, and the vinyl records have been making a uh, comeback yes. the past five, six years, at least that I can think of. Records. Real records. So, Remember these? You had to pull them out of the artwork to put them on the turntable. Mm -hmm. Holy moly. I'm not so, quite that old, but it's always good to have a record because I'm sorry. I want the biggest possible version of this which I think is the best album cover of all time. Yeah, it's an interesting piece of artwork there. And I've, I was not into the splatter rock and all that stuff. Sure. But with this being said, as far as album covers and all that fun stuff, it's always an artwork, mm. a piece of artwork. Yes. Which you're more, and that is obviously one of the more creative pieces of artwork for the cover of the vinyl. Yes, awesome. Faces in the flames, people. I mean, come on, <laughs> Alan Forbes Jr., great artist. Yes, you'll have to send me a picture of that too. I want to put that sure. in the video version, but I just want to give a little more background and we'll dive deep into this i don't know how long we're going or whatever i could go all night it's up yeah, to you but let's let's we'll see where this goes yeah but i just want to give a little more background on dookie flyswatter sure and obviously he had his misfit band of uh haunted garage and all and oh before i forget and was losing train of thought it's late for me i'm usually in bed early oh okay but you were mentioning don't finding war and this one and that one and yes. you can take deep dives in anything oh but yeah music is one of those two fields you can take a deep dive of deep turns dive out they of. already made the green jello and guar documentaries so i'll take the haunted garage one yeah yeah you gotta work for this one because like you said yeah. there's the information being out there is slim oh i have found a lot oh i know we'll get there yeah yeah but the reason i wanted to talk about the deep dive is and I wanted to connect this back to Elm Street. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say, because mind you, I can't say I've seen them in person. But the connection to Elm Street is, in recent years, Miss Leslie Dean from Freddy's Dead mm -hmm. is part of a band called Gary Cherry and the Bang Bangs. I'll have to look yep. that one up. Yep. So it would fall under that same. When were they around? They are still playing and still producing oh, music. So, but this is, I would say, more contemporary as far as music and making that deep dive for sure. this, this style of rock. But, you know, wanted to bring that up because she's a yeah. friend of the show and there's, she will. There's not many direct connects with a, 
uh, Freddy franchise, except that they were just horror movies around at the same time as the band. Um, Linnea Quigley was a soul in the chest and did many a movie with Dukey Flyswatter. Exactly. Uh, of course, Alice Alice Cooper played his um, his father, right? And yes, Freddy's in the dad. same movie. In the same yeah. movie as Leslie. Oh yeah, so, exactly. He, you know, he's a big influence on the band, and they were on a tribute album for him. There's a little bit of connect, but not nothing really direct. Yeah, there's always these little pieces and nuggets, like I said, when you do these deep dives. He, he is anyway, in the Friday the Thirteenth canon, though. Right on, and uh, Alice would, uh, since you brought Alice Cooper up, he would be the godfather of starting, I would say, the stage shows and the presentation. Oh, yeah. and, well. Yeah, I got to shout out this tribute out. Oops, it's upside down. This tribute album, you know, back when those started popping up called Welcome to Our Nightmare from Triple mm-hmm. X Records. Haunted Garage does one of my favorite songs, Halo of Flies. Yes, but Alice, I would say, is the godfather. Alice, when the- Alice and uh, Screaming Jay Hawkins, I would say, is also a big influence. Okay, I wouldn't have thought about Screaming Jay until you just yeah, said that. But yeah, that- he was like probably dookie saw him first and was just like boom wow so anyway i want to 50s 60s yeah exactly so dookie anyway was involved not only in acting but in music and you mentioned the first run of the band was 85 ish to early what maybe 92 92. yep yeah so 92 but thanksgiving was their last last show of that lineup then they went on to do come yeah, back they did, a, they did a couple then, reunion shows and then um with yeah. you know not necessarily all the classic guys and then uh he revived it with a whole new lineup in 2013 mm-hmm. for uh yeah these guys i got to shout out these guys continuing the legacy actually been the been haunted garage longer than haunted garage was haunted garage back in the day exactly um, they fi- played their final show last year for me um during the summer while i was filming at green jello studios bringing it all full circle exactly so would you say that during the initial run there that i was bringing up the mm-hmm. peak would have been say 87 88 yeah, uh, 87, 88 is when they really started getting steam. I would say their peak is probably when they put out this album around 1991. And they were really just like, you know, if they hadn't broken up, if they had recorded that second album that they had planned, I it would have been not only my favorite album of all time, uh, because the songs they wrote for it are mind-blowing. Get some of them on my Indiegogo. We'll get into that later, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, just things... It's this, see, the funny thing is about the story of Haunted Garage is it's it's not really a success story like most music documentaries would be. It's kind of a, a comedy of errors. And, <laughs> you know, all if, if everything went had gone right for the band, they would be, you know, hopefully playing arenas like Rob Zombie is now, who who used to open for him, by the way, you know, and Tool, number one band. Uh, number one album a couple of years ago, knocking Taylor Swift off the char- charts. They used to open for Haunted Garage. You know, all these bands kind of who didn't break up found their success. And um, Haunted Garage, they never quite made it. And this is kind of the anti-story, I guess you would say. This is point. this is the point. This is the legacy phase where we really bring Haunted Garage to the people. Maybe, maybe 20 years, there may be 30 years too late, but here, here we go. 
still trying to let's, tell their let's story. Let's tell them. Let's tell the story. You know, now things can go viral can, and streaming. So it has the potential to bring Haunted Garage to more uh, viewers and listeners than ever before, I think. Because this is really for the people who don't know about him. It's going to blow their minds. The people who know about them, they're all already going to be in this thing, basically. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. For those, the best way to put it is those who know, know. Yeah. For those who don't know, will know. <sighs> it's going to blow your mind. Yes. Well, speaking of it, the Indiegogo. And yeah. We might as well go there now. Sure. So talk about it. What's the goal? Where are we trying to go? I know you launched this last week, so let's yeah, about a week and that in. a day or two ago. Um, yes, I'm calling it my Indie Gore Gore campaign. Emphasis on the pain, of course, but only consensually. Um, you know, uh, it's a fundraiser for the documentary. Uh, we've got almost, you know, between 40 and 50 contributors, which is not bad, but I think we could do a little bit better. Um, I always say, like, even if you're broke, share it with a friend because someone you know might be into this. Um, if everyone I knew gave me five dollars, I would break my goals overnight. But we got some great perks for those who want to dig deep into the band. I, I've uncovered like hours and hours of unseen and unheard Haunted Garage material, and some of which I'm offering for the first time ever um, old demos and from from before this album, from after this album, going back to 85 and as current as 2015. Um, you know, of course, we got our big donor producer credit roles. Um, we got a, a perk where you can ask Dookie a question personally, and I'll film a video of him answering it for you. Uh, just all, you know, so bunch of fun stuff, not too many physical products. I know people love their physical products, and so do I. But that stuff costs money to make, and I'm trying to make money here. So maybe down the line we can add those. But um, yeah, I just really, really the goal of this is to get exposure for the project, to pe get people to be aware of the project and Dookie and Haunted Garage in general. Spread the gospel of Dookie. That's what this is all about. I'm thinking of a line, the way you just put it, from yeah. a kind of a i guess b-rated film wasn't oh, yeah, hard it was a it was a kind of comedy in the 80s called no holds barred oh and with there, hulk hogan yeah and there's i this, remember that there's this famous line and and, and people make fun lister of, right yes there's this famous little spot in the movie that uh hogan grabs a limo driver during a fight at, or at the end of the fight and the guy goes <clears throat> what'd you hogan goes and I'll put the clip here. Why not? Yeah. What's that smell? Dookie. What's that smell? <laughs> Dookie. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally forgot. You know, I was such a big wrestling fan when I was a little kid. Yeah. Um, and I probably watched that movie a hundred times. Haven't watched it in probably over 20 years now. But it's definitely worth a rewatch. I'm sure it hit I'll, me like a nostalgia bullet. I'll send you the clip when we're done. Yeah, but, uh, I totally remember it now that, that yeah, you mentioned but he's it. Like, <laughs> and it just like, I don't know why it crossed my mind, but for you wrestling fans, um, obviously, I think the, the early version of the band, which were was more of like a 
they were covering bad songs from bad movies that people didn't know of because they were so obscure, like the Green Slime and Mothra and stuff like that. One of the original songs that they wrote back in 1985, 86, that nobody's ever heard unless you were there, was called Let's Hit the Mat Tonight. And that was supposed to be uh, for a wrestling video. I'm going to guess uh, that was going to be distributed by Johnny Legend and Rhino. I, I'm just guessing here, but apparently it never happened. But I have the demo of this great song that I know you've never heard, and it's it's in the the Indiegogo. If you're a wrestling fan, you want to hear Dookie sing about pile driving. Well, you know it's funny that, and that would make sense because of the whole rock and wrestling era. Yeah, but, absolutely. That's yeah. you know in the mid '80s, especially. Yeah, that it would oh, make and, sense. Uh, are you, you're a wrestling fan? I'm assuming, right? Yeah, I have. We do a lot on the show with it. Too. Oh, okay. Well, you're gonna love this. Do you remember My Breakfast with Blassie? Andy Kaufman's My Breakfast with Blassie? Yeah. Oh, Well, shit. guess what? If you have the VHS and it's also... Where's my props? It's also on DVD. Um, it, before the movie starts, you see a bunch of footage from the premiere um, of the movie. I don't know. I forget which theater it was at. Somewhere in LA. And uh, in that footage... A masked wrestler is interviewing uh, the audience, including uh, Andy himself. And that masked wrestler is Dookie Flyswatter. Nice. So one, of, one of his earliest film appearances is interviewing Andy Kaufman in 1980, I want to say four. Um, Sounds about right. Maybe a little earlier, maybe 1981. Um, yeah, one of his first appearances. And also, apparently... The last public appearance of Andy Kaufman before talking to sick. Dookie Flyswatter. It's classic. You gotta check it out. Uh, Andy's got a, a mohawk and he looks like um taxi driver. So Dookie says, Here is Andy Kaufman, star of the new hit TV show Taxi Driver. Because he was in taxi. It was it was brilliant. So uh yeah, I think it's on YouTube. Check it out. Yeah, we're I'm gonna have to find that as well, but uh you mentioned about taking questions as part of the indie go-go and all for, mm -hmm. for dookie and such i and just thought it was a fun perk you know i'm trying to yeah. create something out of nothing here exactly it's hey it's what i did uh almost 10 years ago with this thing so maybe you got some tips for me <laughs> we'll talk brother yeah we'll talk. yeah okay cool but uh you know it's and it's been the past two or three years it's really been doing better for me oh but, great yeah but I definitely understand this from nothing, but yeah. anyway, Try not to spend money, make money. Yeah. And <laughs> it's not all about the money for me, but no certain things, certain things do cost money. Like this exactly. new, camera, new camera, the new tech and all yeah. that. Stuff. Lawyers and contracts. Oh boy. We don't do that over here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 For on your end for the documentary. Yeah, I got to yeah. license some footage and yeah. you know, things cost that. money and I'm a broke ass artist. So I, yeah, I know I'm not feeling. begging for it, but I'm, uh, I'm hoping that you're interested enough. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Yes. I know. I know that. Know that line. But anyway, with Dookie, you mentioned that perk and taking fan questions and stuff. And one of the things I found interesting with this was that. You know, how many what well, Dookie and people of the band and who worked with them and all are still alive? 
because some of them it's amazing how many of them are still alive and that's another reason i was like i have to do this now you know with covid and everything you never know who's just gonna drop dead next week especially back two years ago when i started this thing or whatever you know it's amazing how many of them are still alive some of them in their 70s now well i do want to mention yeah so it was interesting in from a documentary standpoint that yes. you wanted to you know have something documented now before it's yeah. too late have and it say, same with um the archives like people who find old videos or photos or flyers like in their closets stuff that nobody's ever seen or heard before would be lost forever if um if i wasn't digging them out right now and preserving it it's a very it, important to me as a fan exactly and uh with the interviews you had something like what 40 or 50 interviews yeah i came on. home last summer with 40 something interviews we've collected a few more since then there's a few more that i still want to do we we're um we got fred olin ray like a week about a week ago um classic b movie film director we were supposed to interview lloyd kaufman this past weekend but he caught covid so we're waiting for him to recover uh good luck lloyd. Well, lloyd kaufman he's here in new york with me so i just have to drive to the city to to grab him yeah it's amazing how many people want are willing and able to talk about Hana garage and the one that i got a kick out of that you was in the trailer and mm -hmm. i'm gonna share the trailer on the youtube version of this sure so yes please. long as i have you're okay for that of course show it to everybody you know any way the, possible yeah so the one i got a kick out of is a friend of the show bill mosley because mm. yes bill sir would, bill would uh so seems like he would fit this culture of that era so yeah it, out of everybody you've spoken to so far for this project is there anybody that really stands out that was like that was awesome yeah bill bill for sure i mean bill is not directly connected um except that he's a personal friend of dookie and other members of the band and has seen them a couple times and of course you know just loves horror and 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 is a supporter and and was a great person to hang out with for an afternoon thank you bill mosley you rock um great guy brink brink stevens and michelle bauer blew my mind because i just grew up um with them you know you would know them from and folks this is only movies yeah. uh, nightmare sisters and sorority babes in the slime bowl ball of rama and hollywood chainsaw hookers like these were the big three scream queens of the 80s you're like they actually have their own documentary about them called screaming in high heels i got two of them uh together with dookie and that was just an amazing little reunion um i was fanboying out you know so I would say them, um, the original members of the band that I've gotten so far were just amazing to hang out with and talk to because, I mean, they are the root of the story and maybe they're not the most famous. In fact, they're probably some of the most least famous people in the documentary, but to hear it firsthand, like answering hours of me just questioning them about their past, incredible. Like, I don't know if I could top last summer for me ever again. That was just like a, a highlight of my life. And obviously this will only be audio for both versions. 
both on YouTube and this, because that's why I asked for the images and all earlier, full disclosure. Oh, sure. But, uh, you know, it's funny that it's normally me, because we're taping this over Zoom, and it's normally myself doing the prop comedy and with videos, oh, with I'm, videos and DVDs and books. And I'm whatever. here with the props for you. Ke- Kevin is doing the prop comedy tonight, folks. So. That's, they're a prop rock band, and I have to present them in the you know the best way I can. And oh, obviously, visually, obviously, and it's very fun for me. But we're with Dookie, and we obviously have mentioned the acting side of things and such. But yeah, do you have a favorite Dookie movie, or have you seen any of them? I have, and it's like, I was going to bring up, I don't know if I have a favorite per se, but what I was going to bring up, and most people won't think of this when it comes to him and the acting and everything else, is he got a start in community theater. Yeah. How did you know that? Uh, doing a little digging. A little oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I got to come in a little guns blazing. Like, that's good. I, that's good. He did. He studied improv. Um, I forget his teacher's name, but he was a infamous um, kind of famous improv comedian or um, I guess he created one of the methods of improv that are still used today or something like that. Really cool. Um, And yeah, he went to college a little bit for film. And in fact, I found the only known copy of his student film I'm assuming from the mid seventies called freezer dreams on eight millimeter, a producer of stupid Nazis must die. Had it just in a closet for the last 30 years. And I dug it out. Haven't seen it yet, but it is sitting on a hard drive transferred digitized for me. I'm very excited about that. Okay. Answer me this then Batman. Yes. So obviously I had heard in doing some research and stuff, and I believe there was something mentioned in the trailer for this. Mm-hmm. He that he did something as far as brain surgery on stage, but right. We fast forward to in the past couple of years, he actually had a brain surgery, but is yeah. doing well. So yes. what ha- what was the thing that happened on stage? Sure. And well, what happened were, a couple yeah. years ago? Yeah, they were related because um, he had a brain tumor that had to be removed successfully now, thank goodness. Um, And they did a benefit show to uh, raise some money, you know, for while he's recovering and stuff like that. And one of the gags they did on stage that night as part of the show was a live brain surgery. Like he's uh, even parodying himself in the moment, you know, um, and he had the two Gorgor girls at the time. you know, picking out his brain, which was like, a, I don't know, banana mush with with fake blood on it and flicking it into the audience and stuff like that. So, yeah, that was actually to raise money for his brain surgery and recovery. And he did that um, gag on stage. And it, that's just how creative they are, you know, and he's got some special effects guys playing in the band in this version of the band. So it was it was fun to put together, I'm sure. Exactly, because I like I said, I heard the thing on the on the trailer when I was watching the yeah. trailer this afternoon. Then it's like when I was doing a little digging, like I found out about the community. Theater. And his doctor thought it was funny. Oh, well, that's yeah, yeah. I get remind me to tell you a story off air. Okay, as far as a little something I don't want to talk about. Sure, personal experience with surgery. Some things we got to keep, uh, you know, off the air. 
yeah so but you know then i saw about the actual brain surgery so i thought it was but i'm glad he's doing well mm-hmm. now and we've talked about this trailer though, though yes we talked about this trailer though what has been the response with the trailer and everything so far with the announcement of this project um everyone i've shown the trailer to i think has had a very good response to it um if not you know a lot of people who have never heard of him being like holy shit this is crazy this is awesome um people who have heard of them saying holy shit this is crazy this is awesome and uh it's just it's really it's a really fast-paced trailer you know i've watched a lot of documentary trailers in the you know recent past and i'm like these look like great documentaries about bella lugosi or carl lemley or whoever but oh my god my trailer is just like so much better than this not to toot my own horn but i think i put the perfect amount of everything in there to to like introduce the story to the world and um is she that people, people have people have, yeah people have really responded well to it there's lots of shares you know the the horror community in particular have been really um just great to to meet and talk to and, and interact with but and the horror, with. and it's amazing how much the horror family and the music community yeah so especially the rock side of things yeah so this is the it, perfect like marriage of the two exactly but uh Obviously, the goal is to hit. What is the goal with the Indiegogo? Yeah, the goal is an infinite amount of money. Wow. Um, you know, I, I put 10, 10K uh, as my goal, although I don't really know exactly how much I need. I'm really working the opposite way. Like, how much do I have to spend and what can I do with it? Because there's, you know, the more, the, the better it's going to be, the smoother it's going to be, the sooner you're going to see it. If I don't make that much money, um, that's also fine. It's going to happen regardless. I, I am dedicated to this project, but it might take a little bit longer, you know. So it's just really like greasing the wheel. And hopefully I can do a little bit more traveling and filming over this summer. You know, I'm I'm digitizing things. I'm trying to get a negative scanner for old photos that nobody's ever seen, you know licensing films i'd love to hire an animator at some point you just all sorts of options in my head that i'm like this would be great i'm broke you know exactly no the feeling on that one again i hate i don't want to be like begging for money but just like check it out if it's something you think you're into you know and it doesn't kill your wallet like please support the project and even in small amounts i just want to see the number of contributors go up and up and up. So maybe I can show a distributor or someone else interested or or another investor later on, like, hey, this thing has support, even if it's very, uh, you know, we got that haunted garage budget going on is what I say, but still people want to see this. And that's what I really want to show with this campaign. Exactly. And it's funny. I. We did a uh, campaign to support the show and also I know the mm-hmm. feeling it's, you know, support the projects and we're all about supporting the independent projects yes. whenever possible. Exactly. Even if it's just a share, you know, share it for your friends. It's a, that's something that you can do for free. Exactly. So to wrap, where can we find the Indiegogo? But also I know there's a Facebook group. 
yes. Instagram and Twitter yes. are at Dookie Doc. Yes. So we're, give us the whole spiel. Sure. It's dookiedoc.com is where you can find everything collectively. That's, I want to spell it out for you D U K E Y D O C. Not like the Green Day album. That's a whole nother ball of slime. Dookie, D U K E Y D O C dot com at Dookie Doc on Instagram and Twitter, although I'm much more active on Instagram. I don't really like Twitter. Um, I started a TikTok to put the trailer out there. People keep telling me to do that. If I have any TikTok wizards out there who want to help me out with that, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm a little too old for that one. But I started it. There's the um, Facebook group that I started years ago now. Um, it used to be called Possession Park, but I've renamed it to the Life and Slimes of Dookie Flyswater and Haunted Garage, just like the documentary. You know, branding is it's important. I don't want to confuse people. Um, and then, yeah, everything's at dookiedoc.com. If you want to search it on Indiegogo itself, you know, it should pop right up. I think that's all the places. And you can find me at Kevin Von Esper or at Von Esper Studios for my company. Uh, I'm mostly active on um, Instagram. Well, we're going to put links to everything on all yeah. of this, both the I'm audio. I'm easy to find. Very easy. So... If I found you for about 10 bucks, what? Never mind. I'm not going to tell the love you long you time joke here. You get my gratitude. That's yeah. It. We're not, I was going to go with their old anything joke. below 25. You just get, uh, it's just the tip. You know what I mean? Hey, now watch how you say that. You know, yeah. Well, that's, that's the name of the perk. I'm just, I'm just sharing it. Yeah. So, uh, it's definitely a cup of coffee, you know. There you go. Uh, so as he's editing, folks, and digitizing. That's right. But, yes. uh, it's definitely an interesting project. So Thank check you. it out, support them out or support them if you can, even if, if it's just can. a share. Check it out. If you've never heard of this guy, you are my target audience. You should go watch this just to just to see what it's all about, because it's really a visual thing. Well, you're going to put the trailer in here, right? So you got to watch this thing and see for yourself. You know, if it's not yeah. your thing, that's cool. If it is, it's going to blow your mind. And yes, for those who see the or listen to this on YouTube, you will see the trailer that is, like I said earlier, it's a real hook. Kevin, yes. thank you so much. Thank you so much. Are you annoyingly even keel? E-methamine could be right for you. I have a disease, all right? I need help. E-methamine lets you get gagged up on whoop chicken parts without yellowing one's teeth. Uh, yeah. Contact your doctor today if you experience the following. Oh my God. Increases in blood flow, boost in testosterone, ending of erectile dysfunction. This medicine is made for extreme cases of being even keel or having extreme depression. Ah, oh, come on! Side effects include fits of rage, acne, bleeding in folks around you, whooping cough, hallucinations, comas, trouble swallowing, decrease in semen, increasing amounts of selling yourself, amnesia, night terrors, higher mortgage rates, and increased sensations in not having suicidal urges. Oh my.
It's me, Bill Mosley, and you're listening to Crazy Train Radio. Ride that crazy train, and happy Halloween.